Welcome to Rollfair, a D&D podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, uh, we will introduce ourselves. I am Devin, the Dungeon Master. I'm Ryan, I'm playing Seth, the Tiefling Warlock. I'm Brad, playing Arden, the Wizard. I'm Kayla, and I'm <laughs> somewhere else right now. <laughs> playing Gaiji, the Tabaxi Pirate. I am Austin, playing Sheru, the Tortle. I'm Ben, playing Raina, the Human Ranger. I'm Sarah, I'm playing Asar, the Pirate Genasi Sorcerer. Perfect. We still have our guest with us. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Marshall, and I'm playing Gardovan and Newis, the Bard. Perfect. So last time, we are still, the Red Sands is still on the morning dawn, and they're getting to know some of the crew. Um, it's the morning after the, um, the test of metal that Sheru got in trouble for. Um, and... Alton or Seth and Kaiji have had some experiences with the crew so far, some admirers, some less critics. Uh, <laughs> critics. Some critics. That's, there's, there we go. Um, and uh, we're picking up now as the morning is really coming to with Sheru. So what did you do during the night, Sheru? Um, Sheru did end up reading the book um, okay. for most of the night. Go ahead and make another history check for me. That one, that. Oh! <laughs> uh, so you're, total, you're tired. Total of nine. Okay. So you don't get any more additional information. You're, I didn't sleep. You're tired, and you, um, uh, but you clearly did what you were supposed to. And um, you hear a knock at your door um, as you're. You're barely keeping your eyes open, and uh, uh, Umo um, uh, comes comes in, or rather, knocks lightly. So what what do you do? Let's get this over with. Stand up and um, I show you deliberately uh, takes off his robe and ties it around his waist so that you can see the armor. And spill of smoke comes up surrounding him, and he goes and opens the door. Okay. Yeah, I guess Except for did. he didn't sleep, so does he have to? I also got an eight. I, I, did, I also got an eighteen on that. For your wisdom save. Yeah, I rolled it with disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> Tartar sauce. My intention to help Devin further the plot is. Um. But you see, uh, Humo uh, standing there. Um. Go ahead and say what you feel. You would say. So. Umo, as he has constantly been doing with you over the last uh, the last day or dayish, uh, just kind of like reads your surface level thoughts, <laughs> just kind of get a gauge on. Probably have to cast the spell again. Well, yeah, he's gonna. Oh. But oh yeah, yeah. That sorry, I forget. There's no save for that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the surface thoughts for go right now, Sherry is exhausted, and he you can tell definitely he's already cranky because he's so tired um, he's like was one of the most boring books I have ever read <laughs> but he's also grateful for the kindness shown Isn't that really the most boring book he's ever read <laughs> he, he, he was very excited about it and it's, it's colored by his perception because oh um, uh, Umo also declared himself as a 
uh, superior. superior being, more or less. And so he's he's bitter about that um, in the back of his mind. But it's just more of a, let's do this. And so stick around for um, basically just like, even though Asar was an asshole earlier, well, stick around for her, basically. So, Umo walks up to walks up to you, um, puts a hand on your shoulder, a lot more gentle than the last couple times. Uh, you see him kind of like reach uh, around and pull like a, a small like knapsack out of his like uh, like off his side, and hand it to you. Uh, and he just says, "Perhaps I misjudged you. Rest. You deserve it." And and he turns around and walks out the door. And when you open it up, there's like some bread and some cheese and fruit and stuff in the bag. That was unexpected. All right, Cheru. Cheru actually like uh, uh, still with his robe undone and he tied it around his waist. He goes walks over to Arden's room. Talk, talk, talk. Arden's been up all night, just sitting on the bed. Basically, just staring and thinking. Um, so with the knock, it's kind of like, oh, don't know what time it is, and open the door. Uh, morning, Arden. Um, hey, I got I got the book and some food to share. Okay. <laughs> so I hand over the book and just kind of sit on the bed and open up the knapsack and <laughs> start munching on the food. Start. Um, Trying to read. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and make a history check with disadvantage. Okay. History with disadvantage. Guidance. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, one of the things that you pick up that's different from what... Uh, Sheru found is that after the T'Chawi Civil War that the uh, Chandelarians played you know a significant but more minor part than like the Yabankichi or the actual T'Chawi people did um, they, they had a lot of involvement in southern T'Chawa specifically um, you read that uh, after that war the some of the tension that has grown between the um, order of the uh, Katari Mungi and the uh, Chandelier City is around this slavery um, idea. Um, the Shamuskar, when they came, they never they never practiced slavery as part of their culture. Um, and so what many people found is that they could find freedom by joining them. And, and the, the uh, Chandelarians did free people as they went through in conquering, uh, helping to conquer the, the Yuan-Ti. Um, and they eventually, in, in you know, today's world, people are trying to escape there for that freedom because they can have a chance at 
uh, a level of ability to make something of themselves as opposed to being worked to death in other parts of the world. But it's not something that the Chandelarians necessarily do out of kindness. Okay. And while Arden's reading, Sheru had finished his, finished eating some of the food and just kind of just slumped over and didn't even crawl up in the shell and just... <laughs> Tongue kind of hanging out. <laughs> I imagine a turtle snoring from inside his shell makes it, it so like much worse. Just the echo. The echo. <laughs> <sighs> um... I'm going to. What am I going to do? You really are a wizard. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Too much thought going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to. <laughs> I'm gonna look like uh, one of the guards. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And um, I'm gonna walk out, close the door, and just start walking around and just exploring. Okay. What are you looking for? Just, I'm not really looking for anything. Just looking. Okay. Are right, so so to kind of clarify, are you looking for what the people are like? Yeah. Are you looking just, for information? Um, no, I'm just people watching. I'm just wasting time. Okay. Go ahead and make an insight check. With disadvantage. What? Yeah, you didn't yep. sleep. All right. That exhaustion will get you. Just can't wait until one of the uh, higher-ups starts ordering it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 13. 13? Okay. Um, so as you're looking around the ship... Um, some of the main things you pick up on are talk about the princess and how she um, you can see that people are a little bit on edge Um, and what's your passive perception? Passive perception is 11. Okay. So you can see that they're a little on edge, a little frustrated um and you hear a lot of them just speaking about how the princess was supposed to be the person who stood up for those who didn't have magic, for those who weren't um, who weren't uh, in a position of of entitlement, if you will, and she can't even you'll get the respect of her her own party, her followers. And uh, you can see that they're disappointed and frustrated by that fact. Hmm. Anything else you're doing? <laughs> I think I want to try to spread rumors of um, how like the party originally was bigger but she kicked the unworthy out 
stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and make a... It's been a long trail of bodies. Yeah, make, per- make a persuasion check. <laughs> Dang it, I'm not doing... I'm, I mean, it was I a deception. It was bigger. Krog was there. Krog was there. <laughs> I'm, no, yeah. everything's disadvantage because I was too worried about what was said. Yeah, so deception, not persuasion. Deception, got it. She was looking for the best of the best of the best. <laughs> Sir. Well, Sir. With all 21. Oh, man. 21 with disadvantage. Disadvantage, yeah. yeah. That's impressive. Um, just roll a couple things here. Yeah. So as you're speaking to, to some of the crew, they, they look at you and they're like, where'd you hear those kind of stories? Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Where did I hear those stories? You were taking a crap? Um, Red Sands, or? Yeah. Um, Come on, Arden, you can do this. <laughs> yesterday during all the rest. <laughs> what would Seth say? Everybody's always say? heard uh, rumors of the of different parties, Sandstorm's Revenge, or other places. I started following because of... Um, family I have elsewhere the exploits of what I heard was the Red Sands little known but turns out that's what this group is and they used to be pretty big they were freeing people constantly and then apparently Asar, so the princess she took over interesting, yeah that's I hadn't heard of that, That's, that's pretty miraculous and, uh, yeah, I get letters you, all the time. You see one of the sailors kind of kind of look around real quick, and he says, uh, Seth, come here. We, we heard something about the Red Sands. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. No, not Seth. <laughs> he thinks he's all the leader. Right. <laughs> yeah, correct. So, so, so right you... Well, you come over. Do I? Do, do you something. go? Sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. So this is Neiman. It's like the first. Time, oh yeah, man. This is the first time someone's heard of the Red Sands. Of course, I'm going over. Ah. Uh. So this is Neiman speaking. He's like, you know, I, I, I mean, we were just talking to, to this person here, and, you know. Yeah. The name is Cletus. Oh, Cletus. <laughs> we were talking to Cletus, and. Ah uh, uh, yes, our court wizard. And uh, <laughs> no, you don't know who I. Am. Oh, all <laughs> oh, oh, right. You don't know who I am. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> well, I know who Cletus is. Yeah. So I'm trying to. I'm <laughs> hoping that you. Know. Already. That you know, oh, like, I, would, I wouldn't have said that though. Make an inside check with advantage <laughs> there. Oh, yeah, oh no. <laughs> Double sevens. Which is a seven. <laughs> oh no. So oh, Neiman recounts what he just heard. I, my our our friend here, Cletus. He just said that uh, your party used to be bigger, but you know, Princess Her, Her Highness, Princess Asar kicked him out. Is that true? So even though my insight's terrible, I would know. Like I would want to definitely embellish this. Like, <laughs> you do what you do. Well, because I want to make Asar look good too. So it does sound like something Seth would do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, we used to be an army. I mean, we were huge. 
Yeah, there was uh, freeing of a bunch of people, right? And like there was murders. Well, we stuff, we still yeah. do that. We still free people. We'll we'll free slaves and stuff. But yeah, we were we were doing some bad things and a star cleaned us up. Didn't the didn't the princess like blow up a whole island? <laughs> she had a little help, but yes. <laughs> See, I she, told you she's guys. Very, she's very powerful. Told you guys. Gosh, go ahead and make a deception. <laughs> I don't know. That's actually pretty true. Deception. This is persuasion. She kind of did love. <laughs> I mean, after all, she was the one that attacked right after like I got vamped away and uh, started yeah. the whole thing. It, yeah, really. Uh, it's, are you sure it can't be a deception? <laughs> yep. I mean, he's embellishing, and I'm helping. Too. Okay. Um, so they they are like. Real quick, <laughs> two net ones. <laughs> yes. Why can't you do that Dice in combat? Yes. They're like, blew up an <laughs> island. How is that even possible? Well, so we're not supposed to say anything about the magic, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I gotta say, when Asar gives an order, she gives an order. <laughs> Everyone follows. <laughs> So she pointed to that island and she said, blow up that island. <laughs> and we did. <laughs> I'm just like so proud of myself right now. I was just, my, my gosh. <laughs> Reyna actually kind How of like we is, never heard of you? Reyna's walking by in the midst of all this and kind of overhears this and just kind of adds in. Yeah, it turns out the uh, owner, proprietor of the island was a bit of a bitch and uh, she was having none of it. Anyway. I've none got, of it? <laughs> I've got places to be and I go up the, the steps on the deck. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's incredible. How have we never heard of the Red Sands before? Well, we're we, we're not we're, we haven't been in this area very much, so just further up north. It you know, word takes time to travel. How did she get an army in just a few months? I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to like gather other people to listen to try to like make it a bigger crowd. And... Well, Go ahead and make just... performance check. Ah, well, More pressure on Seth. <laughs> this is not good. It's like trying to get to the scene from Rango. <laughs> Kill it. Killed the Jenkins brothers, right? Yeah, with one bullet. All yeah, seven one of bullet. them. All seven of them. <laughs> they all stood in a line. <laughs> um, three. Three? Okay. So you you see, as you're trying to get people over, you see some of the officers kind of look at, towards... Um, oh, sorry. What was your first roll? I forgot you're disguised. So we're going to get rid of disadvantage because you look like a sailor. Oh. Uh. Here. I don't know. Yeah, just just re-roll. Just per, with you know uh, regular dice instead of the performance. Digital. Nah, dude, digital. It's been good. It's like you got all these dice sitting next to nine on both sides. I know. So nine total. Yeah. Okay. You, you better get than a, a three. Yeah, you get a few people who come over, but most stick to their duties. Uh, so yeah, so back to your question. Uh, well, I mean, Asar is just has so many things going for her. She's rich. She's powerful. She's beautiful. I mean, everyone will just do what she says. Mm. Man, I need to get rich, powerful, and beautiful. 
<laughs> and this is like Neiman, like kind of thinking through things. Man, I really need to make that deal. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well. So the trick is, you got to be born to royalty. <laughs> Maybe my grandkids can have that happen. I got to make that deal. <laughs> Anything okay, else? We'll, come, we'll come across him three levels later. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> He's going to be the BBEG. <laughs> I was waiting for Neiman to ask if like, Seth would be his bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else that you're asking um, or trying to do with the, the group, Brad? Um, no, but that kind of... Uh, I don't know change my thinking a little bit just seeing everybody attack Asar and then I was like I wanted to be on her corner no matter what so it, yeah <laughs> so, so it made good. me feel a little better sounds good um well we will jump over to uh, Rainer then and see what he's doing as he's heading up the steps yeah so Rainer had been essentially invited uh, by Godovan to just kind of meet privately and uh, so he heads to uh, Godovan's quarters, chambers whatever it is, the the palace thing that's on top on on the top of the ship Uh, (laughs) part of the ship there's probably like some guards or something outside, he's just, is uh is Sir Gardovan available? Uh, <laughs> um, of course, he's uh, he's waiting for you. Yes. They open the door. I can uh, let you in. You see uh, uh, Chispa and uh, Umo in there as well. I bow and enter in. Okay. Uh, come take a seat, Rainier. <laughs> Rainier. No, Rainier. <laughs> yes, um. Just intentionally gets his name wrong every time. <laughs> How's, uh. Princess Asa doing? She, I, I haven't. She kind of. Sorry not to introduce yourself. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um. Yeah, I'm not very good at the noble stuff these days. Maybe you could teach me a bit better about that. I am, and I give a a bow, uh, I hate to use the word Lord uh, Reina Latigo. Um, It is uh, a pleasure. As Lord by your armor, correct? Yes, uh, and he is definitely wearing his father's armor and has uh, you know the crest has been placed back upon it as you can see confirmed by this armor despite all the <laughs> imposters and wannabes all saying they are the lost litigos through my adventures which I can now proudly say I actually have found the real litigo and with that, I motion you to sit down near me. I do. I give another bow and then 
sit down and I I pull a paper a thick folded paper and start slowly unfolding it out subtly encouraging you to unfold it because he doesn't want to anymore because it's large (laughs) (laughs) absolutely let me me help you there Um, uh, do you recognize it? uh, I mean I guess we'll a history check for your own. Uh, well, I mean, it's blank until you. Oh, yeah, it is blank. <laughs> There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, it is you I'm sorry. Sorry, I don't mean to be rude, but there's currently nothing on the papers. Don't know if that was a test or not. How about you look a little harder, and Gordovan will touch the center of the map and go. The Tigo walls, and the map slowly starts to unveil itself of a very detailed map of all of, with cartography and various hidden locations of your own home city. And as it starts to unveil, Gardovan will announce our spies have confirmed that members of the indigent herd still reside in your Latigo. Yes, I heard some rumors, but this... The, 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 you've got locations and everything on here. Like, <laughs> They're obviously not fond of my kingdom's response to the Latigo invasion. and They are not willing to parley with us at all. We didn't do anything then, so they don't think we'll do anything now. The Coven's location... Uh, the Coven's lo- occupation of Latigo is of great concern to my city's safety and your city's safeties, and many nobles would prefer if your city was restored to its former leadership now that I have heard their pleas. Issues with I didn't actually believe who you were when you first told me. As you know, it's common practice for those of us who are born to copy the names of kings as a form of good luck. But after seeing your battle, Latigos are known for being able to endure a great many hits and be fearless warriors, and and the test of metal you endured what only a king could endure. So my suspicions are confirmed and you just didn't find that armor. No, this is my father's armor. I, I, I've i kept it ever since, uh, uh, you know, ever since you, yeah. But, uh, yes, I, I don't know, it's... And he's Speak looking over. Chest. Sorry, uh, I'm. I'm just kind of. I'm looking at this map, and it's just. There are so many of the herd in this city. It kind of baffles me that they've been amassing here, and I've have many, you know, people within the herd that I have spoken to that kept me alive over the years, and I've not heard of any sort of thing like this it it's like they're waiting for something um, astutely observed consider this an olive branch as my voice is that of my people from my country to yours we can repair the relations that were once Litigo and Chamascoar or both our founders were close and are intertwined in the founding of both our cities. I... We ever taught this. 
I'm well aware that at one point in time, the Shandada City and Mulatiga were very close. I... Personally, considering how Latigo fell, I'm kind of shocked that they seem to be interested in restoring it. Is the king aware of this plan? That this this that idea of restoring Latigo back to the city. Sion Gardoman's left hand is ring. That looks very fancy. He does glow for a few moments, and he grimaces. And, uh, yes, he is aware. As he includes all options, he is a very smart man with a great sense of humor, which is very surprising, I'll tell you. But I'll... Gardoman redirects to this map. This information, this map especially, is years in the making of espionage, recording, topography. As you can see, it was a, it started for a while our kingdoms were still friends. And I need you to understand how sensitive this intel is and what would happen if this ever fell into the wrong hands. And I'm trusting that your hands and the blood that is within these hands will grip your wrist and hold it up for all to see as a decoration of friendship. These are the right hands for this job. This is quite the gift, actually. I am going to be honest, um, even a month ago I probably wouldn't have even, wouldn't have really thought that I could return, but, uh, I don't know, just the more I have learned, the more I've essentially grown up, which is something I seem to have avoided uh, quite a bit over the last decade. Um, it almost seems like, I don't know, it just, I would like to go home at some point. It won't be difficult, I'm looking here, um, so, I mean, the coven, they do have, they are set up pretty well, and if, if the names here are to be believed, then they have, uh, uh, Caden Victress leading uh, leading the guard and uh, I only knew him as a child but he's already a bit of a hard ass back then so plenty of prestige he's not going to be easy to outsmart and figure out but the indigent herd are definitely getting the numbers on him that might be God's this could actually happen. It's... No, no one... No one else will see this, but... Those who have to, this is... If the Coven were to find about this, that would, uh... I mean, they'd probably do the indigent herd in just like they did the Latigos. And I'd, uh, rather not lose a second family. Thank you, uh... Lord Godovan. What are your intentions with this information? My intentions... I have been... My intentions are to try to become 
a person that the princess wants to be around. Someone who is worthy of her presence, and if this is what it takes to gain that worth, it is very well worth it. For your strengths as a word of advice, because you need to get good at speaking with people, is to observe much and <laughs> say good. little, is often the best collaborators, and that seems, I believe that would fit your skill set, is to observe much and say little when the time is right. I definitely talk way too damn much, that's for sure. <laughs> I have been drinking less, if that helps. Do not drink near this map. <laughs> um, as after uh, Gardovin says that, go, go ahead and make an insight check for me. Ooh. That's a dirty... That's a nat 20. Okay. That's going to be a 21. Okay. So as you see Gardovin say, you know, observe much and, and speak little, you see Chispa kind of roll her eyes. <laughs> like, clearly that Gardovin needs to use his own uh, <laughs> advice. Well, I am sure that there is much in that way that I can learn from you. And, uh, I'm going to obviously observe as much as I can while on the ship here for this short period of time, and it's take it if I, I borrowed can... your armor for a spell? <laughs> what? For, for like a spell spell, or like a short period of time? Short period of time. Okay, I just, you know, sometimes you don't say what you mean. <clears throat> Are you, um... What's your intention there, just so I can have rolls if needed? Discuss uh, before improving and making it look nice again. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't. I, yeah, I'm not one to. That must have been a while ago. I don't remember it. <laughs> I'm not one to, nor am I in a position to disregard the request of a lord. And uh, I remove the armor and uh, hand it over. Okay. Um, any other questions about the map or anything before we move on there? Just. Reassuring that he knows the code word is at the, the center Tiga of the walls. map. The Tiga walls. Do you know the significance of that phrase? Unfortunately, I do. And from its origin or the fall of the walls? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to just give you some encouraging words, the Tiga walls is when your people first came here and were settling and creating Latigo armies from others that we do not feel so grateful once threatened your king, saying how can you protect all your, your city, your women and children if you have no walls and your king gestured to its army off to the side with a thousand spears and shields and said those are Latigo walls try to climb over them your army was your walls, your citizenry was the walls of Latigo and through our friendship we were going to make a mix of those walls but well, Things did not go as planned, but that is from the Tiga Walls is not an insult. It's a source of pride that you must rebuild. Be the walls of Latigo. Just through your whip and your blade. Those are the walls. That's the strength of Latigo is its walls. Well, as much as is possible for me. <laughs> as much as is possible, nothing will get by me. I 
Um, one thing that you've noticed on the map, um, you know, in the, the various notes, you see four names specifically that stand out. You see the name Torth, Banskud, B-A-N-S-K-U-D. He is the acting leader of the herd. As much as they have a leader... You know, it's mm-hmm. more loose than anything. You see... Um, Would he be called the shepherd? <laughs> That's clever. That's actually really clever. I hadn't <clears throat> thought of that. Um, you've got uh, Kovai Kuum. That's K-O-H-V-I-H K-U-E-M. He is a rebellion leader among the citizens. You have Zindula, Z-I-N-D-U-L-A. She is a contact at the Silver Cloud College. And then you have uh, Sua, T-S-U-A. Um, Duin, that's D-U-E-N. And she is a smuggler for the herd. Well, I know what she's doing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. But those are the four names that stand out to you. So, um, and with that, we're going to end the session here and pick up with what happens next time. Thanks for listening. If you like listening to Roll Fair, share it with your friends, loved ones, your Uber driver, your dentist, your favorite stuffed animal, or that random guy you met at the seance that one time. They'll be glad that you did.